July 31st, Romans chapter 14, verses 1 through 23. Accept Christians who are weak in faith, and don't argue with them about what they think is right or wrong. For instance, one person believes it is all right to eat anything, but another believer, who has a sensitive conscience, will eat only vegetables. Those who think it is all right to eat anything must not look down on those who won't, and those who won't eat certain foods must not condemn those who do, for God has accepted them. Who are you to condemn God's servants? They are responsible to the Lord, so let Him tell them whether they are right or wrong. The Lord's power will help them do as they should. In the same way, some think one day is more holy than another day, while others think every day is alike. Each person should have a personal conviction about this matter. Those who have a special day for worshiping the Lord are trying to honor Him. Those who eat all kinds of food do so to honor the Lord, since they gave thanks to God before eating. And those who won't eat everything also want to please the Lord and give thanks to God. For we are not our own masters, when we live or when we die. While we live, we live to please the Lord, and when we die, we go to be with the Lord. So in life and in death, we belong to the Lord." Christ died and rose again for this very purpose, so that He might be Lord of those who are alive and of those who have died. So why do you condemn another Christian? Why do you look down on another Christian? Remember, each of us will stand personally before the judgment seat of God. For the Scriptures say, As surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow to me, and every tongue will confess allegiance to God. Yes, each of us will have to give a personal account to God. So don't condemn each other any more. Decide instead to live in such a way that you will not put an obstacle in another Christian's path. I know and am perfectly sure on the authority of the Lord Jesus that no food in and of itself is wrong to eat. But if someone believes it is wrong, then for that person it is wrong. And if another Christian is distressed by what you eat... You are not acting in love if you eat it. Don't let your eating ruin someone for whom Christ died. Then you will not be condemned for doing something you know is all right. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. If you serve Christ with this attitude, you will please God, and other people will approve of you too. So then, let us aim for harmony in the church and try to build each other up. Don't tear apart the work of God over what you eat. Remember, there is nothing wrong with these things in themselves. But it is wrong to eat anything if it makes another person stumble. Don't eat meat or drink wine or do anything else if it might cause another Christian to stumble. You may have the faith to believe that there is nothing wrong with what you are doing, but keep it between yourself and God. Blessed are those who do not condemn themselves by doing something they know is all right. But if people have doubts about whether they should eat something, they shouldn't eat it. They would be condemned for not acting in faith before God. If you do anything you believe is not right, you are sinning. 
I'm going to lower my voice so you won't think I'm angry. Tell me now, how many churches have you visited recently? How, how many churches do you know? Well, when you walk in, the Holy Ghost is so strong that every one of your sins are brought up before your face. The loving grace of God. How many churches have you been lately where you hear a word comes forth that so burns in your soul? You know it comes from heaven. You know it comes from the heart of God. I hope you hear it here. The truth of the matter is, in all honesty, there are numbers among us that are changing and they don't know it. You've lost your fight. You see, when you, when you read the book of Joshua, it's almost a book of failure because they lost their heart. They lost the fight. You see, when spiritual blindness comes, very few recognize it. It's the last recognized thing that happens to a child of God. If I, as a pastor, knew you personally, and I was watching your life, and as one of the pastors of this church, I come to you and say, I, I, I love you, but I have to tell you the truth. You're changing. You know what you were. Something of the world has got in your heart. I don't know if it's television. I don't know what it is that has your heart, but I see changes in you. I, I don't see the brokenness. I don't see the compassion you had once for your family. I don't see concern for your unsafe loved ones. You're changing. Little by little, something's happening to you. Would it bring you to your knees when the ruin that you are not even aware of is suddenly brought before your eyes. Did you just let that go in one ear out the other? When a pastor tells you right now, hey, and I don't know who you are, but the Holy Ghost is speaking through me. You're changing. Little by little, you're losing the love of God, the love of Christ. Little by little, these things are making inroads. Folks, why do you think your pastors cry out against television? Do you think we get any pleasure out of the flesh? There's no pleasure in somebody coming say, I heard your message and I threw away my television. That doesn't give me any pleasure. It doesn't give any pastor pleasure. We have given account because we watch for your soul. Does it really matter to you that your unsaved loved ones are dying and we're getting closer and closer to the end it, it, does it really concern you they could die and go to hell even though you're a lover of christ where's the morning where, where's the fasting i'm talking about the body of jesus christ in general you're changing where's the getting up in the middle of the night Where's the confessing? I'm tired of hearing about people in the church who say they want their unsaved loved ones saved. I'm tired of hearing people say I'm concerned about my troubled marriage when it's just talk. For we obey not his voice. Away with all of our how-to conferences because they accomplish nothing.
adults how to cope, how to build a bigger church, how to reach the lost, how to improve your people's skills, and how to impact the world in this computer time. It's flesh. You're changing. If you are expecting somebody else to be an instrument to win your family or to do this work, you're mistaken. You're changing. You either walk away and go back to your passivity and say, I'm just going to be an ordinary Christian and there's no such thing. Or you begin to seek his face. You allow him to melt and break you. You go down deep in the soul and say, oh God, I can't do this on my own, but I'm not going to let my kids go to hell. I'm not going to let my husband, my wife. Oh God, I'm not going to live in this death. I'm not going to live in this lukewarmness and this coldness anymore. God, change me. And when you get desperate before God, you set your heart to seek Him. You allow God to lead you into this place beyond fleeting emotion. You say, God, I'm going to set my heart. Oh God, this is my burden. Psalm 24, verses 1 through 10, a Psalm of David. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to Him. For He laid the earth's foundation on the seas and built it on the ocean depths. Who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in His holy place? Only those whose hands and hearts are pure who do not worship idols and never tell lies. They will receive the Lord's blessing and have right standing with God their Savior. They alone may enter God's presence and worship the God of Israel. Open up, ancient gates, open up, ancient doors, and let the King of glory enter. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, Invincible in battle, open up ancient gates, open up ancient doors, and let the King of glory enter. Who is the King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 12. Ears to hear and eyes to see, both are gifts from the Lord.